This week, Cobra is the disease, and we are the cure. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm still John Rooney. And no, no, like little fun joke or like play or nickname or anything. Guys, this is serious business. Tonight we're talking about Cobra. 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 Biopic about famous LAPD uh, officer Marion Cabretti. <laughs> and not about the famous commander of the radical terrorist organization, Cobra. Yeah. Did you know that in the original G.I. Joe comics, Cobra were domestic terrorists? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Nice. You were very charitable by saying that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's I right. just heard a silence and needed to fill it with garbage noise. <laughs> sure, no, I understand. Uh, that's right, so this week we are discussing the 1986, quote, George P. Cosmato's end quote directed film, <laughs> Cobra, starring Sylvester Stallone, uh, also the star of Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Also, as we started watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, I want to get into that in just a second. So, Cobra uh, uh, begins, like all movies do, with Officer Marion Cobra Cobretti reciting crime statistics. Yeah. One of the statistics he does not cite is gross Sylvester Stallone touching and abusing young people. Yeah. Which apparently happened the year this movie came out. Yeah. Just as the movie started. <laughs> uh, as if to, to remind us that nobody nobody is good anymore. and There's no decency left in the world. I received a text from my wife uh, from a story from the Hollywood Reporter detailing how Sylvester Stallone uh, uh, will say allegedly Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly. Uh, sexually assaulted a 16-year-old woman in Los Angeles uh, back in 1986, the year of Cobra. The year of Cobra. Right. The year uh, of Cobra. <laughs> you know, not the way you said that. Like, we're going to do a look back now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, not only is uh, Marion Cobretti a piece of garbage, but so is the guy who plays him. Yeah. Who knew? And the guy who probably actually directed the movie. <laughs> Guys, I'm pretty sure that this movie directed itself. I'm pretty sure this movie was directed by the same director as Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. I.E. Cocaine. Yeah. Good old cocaine. Made all the best movies. <laughs> there is a section of this movie where I swear to God the movie itself did a bump of cocaine. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, I think it was, uh, oh, what was it? All of it? Uh, specifically, I'm talking about the weird, sexy robot montage. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get there. Sexy so, robots. So, the, so Cobra begins with the voice of the, you know, the everybody's favorite voice, uh, Sylvester yeah. Stallone, uh, narrating a series of crime statistics, ending with him saying, of course, his tagline, his popular tagline. Uh, I'll, I'll be back. No. Uh, Hasta la vista, baby. I now have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Get to the chopper. Don't look behind you. Stick around. <laughs> it's me, Bozo the Clown. Here 
everybody! And now, your host, Conan O'Brien! <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> I said I wanted French cheese! Eat my shorts! Dough! Alright. <laughs> I'm sure one of those was it. Um, but if it wasn't, I'm pretty sure it was Crime is the Disease. Uh, the cure. Oh, that one. Yeah. Which oh, shit. Says, He's Robert Smith. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Don't you remember that part where the movie stopped for 15 minutes so we could do an extended version of Just Like Heaven? I was wondering why he had all those pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a love cat, so. <laughs> you know what, guys? It's Friday. I must be in love. <laughs> Thursday, guys. I don't care about you. You're a shit garbage day and you know it. Yeah. John, stop crying. Everyone knows boys don't cry. Oh, you're right. I ran out of Smith songs. <laughs> Cure songs? Nope, Smith songs. Great. Why don't you get in your mint car and get out of here? <laughs> guys, have I ever told you my theory that I'm pretty sure Morrissey is just Robert Smith in a wig? <laughs> Why would Robert Smith need to wear a wig? <laughs> because then people would recognize him. <laughs> How would it be a disguise? Oh, no. Uh, also, Morrissey is a racist piece of garbage. I was about yeah. to say. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Cobra actually begins uh, with a, uh, a guy who looks kind of like a cross between the opera singing brother from Goonies and Billy Bob Thornton wandering into a grocery store. Uh, in LA with wearing that uh, 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 uniform of crime with sunglasses, a wool cap, and a duster. Yeah. 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 He rolls into a grocery store with a uh, shotgun. Like a 12 gauge yeah, shotgun. shotgun. Yeah. And he starts blowing away the cantaloupes. Yeah, he starts blowing away the whole grocery store. Oh, like, yeah. This man hates cans. Antelopes. <laughs> Antelopes? Yeah. I mean, at first I was like, dynamite jerk reference, John. But then, Patrick, you said something. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I believe, is what we call in the business uh, hot garbage bullshit. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm familiar with that. I do it at every mic, open mic I go to. Now, anyways, uh, so this guy starts shooting the joint up. A bunch of cops show up outside. And not just cops, but like helicopters, sure. SWAT, yeah, yeah. Uh, plainclothes cops. Uh, this guy is taking a bunch of people hostage. Uh, one of the people, he's like, go on, you're free, get out of here. And when the guy tries to leave, he just shoots him in the back anyways. Just shoots him in the back. And that is when the police gotta call in the Cobra. And within seconds, Marion Cobretti appears. Uh, no, within seconds, a license plate that says Awesome 50 appears. Right. On yeah. his sweet old, like, 1950s Mercury lead sled. Hey, listen, I really like the 49ers. Can I get a license plate that says, like, Awesome 49? Nah, sorry, it's already taken. All right, we'll do a f Awesome 50. That's one better. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, a legend right. was born. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Cobra shows up, played of course by noted piece of garbage uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, recently noted piece recently of garbage. Recently noted, yeah. <laughs> up until this point, he was just kind of an asshole, but now, he, now he's trash. Yeah. Uh, so he shows up, 
Uh, and, you know, he, he's doing that thing that Cobra always does. You know, classic Cobra. Wearing sunglasses, uh, a shirt that's unbuttoned, very high-waisted pants, and chewing on a match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of his signature. I have never seen a movie try so hard to be cool. Oh, did you not see Suicide Squad? I didn't, Ooh. actually. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, uh, never I, mind I, what John was going to say. Right? <laughs> Sorry, it's just that Suicide Squad begins with a whole soundtrack's worth of songs in the first five minutes. Yeah, oh. dude, you got to get those sweet tunes in, otherwise the tweens won't stop texting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Cobra uh, immediately uh, infiltrates the grocery store. He clumsily twirls in the front door of the grocery store. Where where the uh, security camera monitor is located in the cart corral right up front. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can like scope out the place and make sure you got, you know, a plan of action for are you going to sweep left to right? Because you want to get your cold items last. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to plan that shit out, dude. All right, okay. Right. All right. Yeah. Strong, uh, strong grocery shopping tips from John Rooney. Yeah, uh, yeah. Very good. So, keep an ear out for, for grocery shopping? Uh, yeah, my number one tip, though, is uh, they can't charge you if they can't catch you. So, run real fast. Oh, okay. How's that worked out for you so far? I am uh, a running champion on Supermarket Sweeps, that show that hasn't existed in 20 years. Oh, man. It's- coming back. I know. Oh, I've got to get ready, dude. I'm very excited. I'm doing my interval training and everything. Guys, everyone knows the key to supermarket sweep. Hams, wheels of cheese, baby formula diapers. Right, right. If you get anything else beside that, you're garbage. Worthless, <laughs> worthless. I love to seeing people run to the canned goods aisle and just yeah, start right? emptying. And I'm like, dude, you could empty all those shelves. You're talking about $25. Yeah, why do you want a bunch of beans? No. Go get a ham, dummy. Go get a ham. You guys are missing the big picture. Once you're done with those cans, it's a 10 cent refund. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get to keep the food. Yeah, nobody's causing it. You gotta factor that into how much it costs, right? Oh, jeez. Wouldn't the 10 cents per can come out of your final cost? No, it would add to your final cost. That doesn't make any sense. I'm saying I could argue my way into a victory in that TV show. All right, well. well I think you just need to run fast and get hams and diapers. Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Get yeah. a ham diaper. Right. So yeah. Cobra uh, maneuvers around the grocery store and immediately just like... Uh, begins receiving shotgun fire from the, this this hostage taker. We see uh, a lot of cool 80s beverages, some Pepsi, some Slice, some Diet Right, some Bartles and James. Now some this- Coors. Yeah, there's yeah. Cobra comes around a corner between a joint Pepsi slash Coors stand. And here is where I become infuriated because we've got King Cobretti. I'm sorry, you may know him as Cobra. He is in the liquor aisle. He is in the malted beverages aisle. He goes for a Coors? No, no, no. In real life, he would go for a King Cobra. Correct, you yeah. You would think. The beverage that is uh, his name came from. Exactly. Yeah. Or was named after him. Well, it's super lucky that his favorite animal turned out to be Cobra. Sure, because if he liked otters, he'd be fucked. Right, yeah. exactly. Because if he was marrying the otter Cobretti, that'd be pretty stupid. It that'd would make weird. no goddamn sense. Except like for it. all those times he smashes clams on his tummy. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, we've all been there. Rock hard abs. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Cobra <laughs> dot ducks up behind a... Uh, Joint Pepsi and Coors uh, 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 stand grabs a giant tall boy of Coors, 
cracks it open, takes a swig, because he's cool. And he's played by your rules, man. It's the 80s. Yeah, this is Reagan's America. Boy, <laughs> and is it. <laughs> it's just made abundantly clear by his face showing up constantly throughout yeah. the film. And also the fact that this was originally, like, what, a two-hour movie that got cut down to 80 minutes? Yep. And they left in every single long-winded speech about police overreach? Yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, in defense of... Yeah. yeah. In defense of... This movie falls well under the pro-police overreach. Correct. Right. Uh, Cobra then uses his open can of Coors, uh, throws it out in the aisle to distract the uh, shotgun handling psycho who's now standing under the well-trimmed beef sign. A little nod towards Stallone himself? Probably because he directed it himself and wanted everyone to know that he's well-trimmed beef. Uh, it means he's like beef, he's very muscular and well-trimmed, he's circumcised. So moving on. <laughs> uh, so anyways. Oh, I was going to say, because his tuft of hair, if anything, is a bit wild. It That's is. true. It I is. would not describe that as well-trimmed at all. No, it's a poor quaff. It is. Mm. So he throws that can out there. Shotgun guy immediately shoots the can. He does. Assuming that the can is another police officer. Yeah. Uh, probably Cobra's partner, Jake Coors. <laughs> <laughs> After a terrible accident at the Coors Brewing Plant, <laughs> he was struck by lightning while holding a can. Jake turned into a can. <laughs> uh, shoots the can. Cobra then leaps in, uh, goes around the back of the store somehow. It's through a freezer somehow. Yeah. He uh, shows well, goes through like the fridge section and yeah. there's like Apparently the fridge section in this grocery store is stocked with dry ice. Yeah. There's just ice fog pouring out of it. Yeah. Uh, he sneaks up behind the guy. Now they got a Mexican standoff situation. Gun on gun on gun. Uh, Cobra, the, the guy is just like, get in here. I'll blow this place up. I got a bomb. Cobra responds with, fine. I'll shop here. Ha! Uh... But he's totally willing to just blow up a bunch of people. Yeah. Well, they shop at the wrong store. That's and he true. doesn't play by your rules. Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, they come should've... on. If you were defusing a hostage situation at a Whole Foods, would you really try to save anyone? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are still human lives. I mean, yeah. I shop at Whole Foods sometimes. <sighs> they got some great fancy water, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Did you ever want to pay $8 for a couple of slices of asparagus? <laughs> nah, dude, but you got Amazon Prime, right? So that's free shipping but I went there exactly <laughs> oh okay what happens if I don't have Amazon Prime and oh, I go there oh you don't want to know no, dude no no you get reamed oh ew yeah. also what kind of asshole doesn't have Amazon Prime at this point I don't have Amazon Prime <laughs> do you have access to your parents Amazon Prime no boy no. you guys are fucking up my parents don't have Amazon Prime either Minor, minor dead. Old man. Ooh, <laughs> Sorry. Wow, John, way to bring it down. <laughs> what an asshole. I was gonna say, old man, look at my life. <laughs> <laughs> but now it seems distasteful. <laughs> oh, I'm keeping that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're cutting everything else out of this episode. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be a seven-second episode. episode. It's uh, going to be titled, John's a Monster. Nah, you're fine. 
so this time. So so Cobra, we're 15 minutes in. Cobra hasn't even killed the asshole yet. He, he, he unfolds his folding knife and then he throws it into the dude's chest and, and then he shoots him a couple times. A couple, yeah. like ten times. Well, he unloads I mean, a full clip into know, this guy. Well, I mean, what do you want him to do? Take him in and get him arrested and stuff? I mean, kind of. So much paperwork. <laughs> That's in true. Reagan's America, we just solved problems. <laughs> <laughs> With knives. With knives. I like and guns. It. Sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, Cobra comes out. He's immediately... Uh, Try, uh, the, there's a, a contingent of reporters outside. Uh, I'm who, sorry, liberal media reporters. Yeah. Right. And they immediately tried to hold Cobretti uh, responsible for his actions. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, Cobretti then, in a uh, what I would call, I guess, a heroic move, yeah. uh, lifts a sheet off of a dead body and shoves the reporter's face into it and goes, Tell her that. Ugh. Yeah. Right. Because police... why should we ever hold a police officer to a higher moral standard than a criminal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. That's the problem. We learned this several times in this movie that the <laughs> other guys are winning because the cops' their hands are tied by their dumb rules. And human decency. Yeah. What a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Judges are always letting people out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a there is a after this we uh, witness a bunch of people I guess we kind of skipped over it in the opening credits there was like intercut with like Cobretti riding a motorcycle which he doesn't ride until the end of the movie uh, and then also people clanging axes together yeah. like a yeah. cult of axe it was the people. western hemisphere cult of Kali Ma except they just had axes to bang oh uh, okay well what it was was uh, I don't this... know what they were shouting it wasn't Kali Ma though <laughs> No, I, I think it was, so I married an axe murderer, so I married an axe murderer, <laughs> yeah. that movie won't come out for another seven years. <laughs> it's going to be a good one, though. Right? Ish. It's going to be Michael Myers' breakout starring role. Yeah. He'd already made Wayne's World. That can't be true. Yeah. I think it is true. Then why did he make... So I married an axe murderer. John, I got bad news about Mike Myers. Oh, no, he didn't touch a lady, did he? <laughs> no. Nah. no. Not that we know of yeah. yet. Okay. I'm going to put the yet on it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because God knows what's going to happen next. But a uh, guy not exactly known for his great taste in projects. Oh, that's true. Uh, I will have you remember that he starred not only in Shrek, but also Shrek 2, 3, and A Very Shrekky Christmas. Yeah, and I'll also remind you that not only was he in Austin Powers, but he was in Austin Powers 2 and 3 and in Austin Powersy Christmas. Oh, man. And The Love Guru. Oh, you're, yeah. You're right. Nothing but hits. That's my <laughs> point. <laughs> So, uh, basically we find out that there is a serial killer in Los Angeles who's claimed 16 lives in the last 30 days. He goes by the name The Night Slasher because, uh... Oh, guys, he slashes in the night. Sorry, breaking news, real tragic. Uh, John Oliver was also in Love Guru. Oh, no, no. I know, I know, I know, but we're just going to have to live with this We're going to have to do it. Yeah. So, so anyways, the, the, the Night Slasher is a serial wow. killer or team of serial killers, yeah. clearly modeled after uh, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. Right. Um, except he was just one guy. Except he was just one guy, as opposed to a whole super team of slashers yeah. <laughs> with axes and knives. Well, guys, they had the night moves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Uh, oh, wait, what's that? 
Hold on, breaking news, guys. This just in. Oh God! Jim Gaffigan was also in the Love Guru. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, guys! Jesus. This is. Uh, Tell me that he at least acknowledged and apologized, because that can at least start the healing process. I am checking my sources. Okay. He is not. No. Oh no! Guys, this Gaffigan. Is, uh, yeah, no. He just started making those minivan commercials. I'll never be able to eat a hot pocket again. This is a disaster. Yeah, this is bad news. Uh, I don't even know what to do. We should just move on with the podcast and yeah. uh, not yeah. dwell on that. So, uh, so yeah, the night <laughs> it's, slashers. It's up to the audience whether or not they want to forgive Jim Gaffigan. Correct. Now, the night slashers. Uh, the night slashers. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the, I just like that. That apparently Patrick's sweet '80s hair metal cover band is called Night Slashers. Right. Right. Wow. I, I think it's it's very important to say that not only do the night slashers. <laughs> not have a musical sting in this movie. There is no real music in this movie, except when it is wildly inappropriate. Correct. <laughs> no, you get a pop tune every once Well, like an 80s movie knockoff pop tune. Right. Every like, time you need an 80s knockoff oh, pop God. tune. Oh, God. The ending credits, it's like, uh, guys, can we afford Dire Straits? No? no. Well, uh, can we afford Dire Straits-esque? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> uh, the big crime is that there's no Frank Stallone song uh, yeah, on, sure. on the right. soundtrack. That's the real. That'll be my war crime later. Uh, so, anyways, uh, the Night Slashers claim another claim another victim. They claim another victim. They claim like five victims in one month. They're going at it. They start murdering people, and it's at this point that uh, Cobra is brought in to kind of like get this thing under control. Uh, uh, Cobra goes home to his house. Uh, he has a cute little interaction with some guys in a lowrider where he pulls, tries to pull into his uh, parking space, but they won't move their car. So he shoves it out of the way with his car. Yeah. And then the guy gets out and confronts Cobra. He's like, what are you going to do about it? And Cobra's like, Bleh! and then rips his shirt off. To reveal a wire. Right, and I'm not sure if he's wearing a wire or if that's just the mic he was wearing. Oh, that, right, as an actor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also um, have no idea what the hell that was supposed to signify. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then Cobra goes home to his, his little apartment uh, to the to to the Cobra Command Center. Yeah, which is equi- equipped with what looked to be a Sony Triton, which is a great PVM that has 480i <laughs> mm. resolution on it. Give me some of that sweet John Rudy AZ cable talk. <laughs> oh, oh how do you hook it up? What can you watch on it, John? Oh, but well, you can you can go as wait, wait, low guys, guys, guys. As I'm sorry, RF. I'm sorry, guys, guys. This uh, this just and this is brand new breaking news. I hate to interrupt your very interesting talk about audiovisual components. Mm, mm, I was just getting to but, the prongs, but guys, uh, breaking news. Stephen Colbert was also in the Love Guru. Oh, I am so geez. sorry. Okay. Uh, the late the list continues. Uh, Ju- Justin Timberlake. Um, you know, that's not surprising. Uh, Jessica Alba, uh, Vern Troyer, we knew that. That one's yeah. not a surprise to yeah. us. I mean, there had uh, been rumors swirling around him for a while. Right. Oh, and, oh, this is, oh, this is a, this is a disaster. Um, Oscar winner Ben Kingsley uh, was also in The Love Ooh, Guru. Oh, the man. Mandarin himself? Correct. Oh. Also, I don't know why I'm holding my fingers <laughs> to my ear to signify yeah, an earpiece. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, John and I know that the bit is on. Exactly. Correct. Okay. Correct. The bit is on. It's on the streets. Ba-da-da-da-da. Speaking of which, this whole movie looked like it could have been a Glenn Fry music video. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't? Specifically <laughs> for You Belong to the City. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Even 
the day shots are like bathed in neon light. Yeah, right. Ma- it really makes you want to believe that it's Miami, and it is not. It is not. It Miami. is Los Angeles. Yeah. So, anyways, Cobra goes to his house. Uh, he does what everybody does when they go back to their house. He takes, he cuts the tip off a slice of pizza with some scissors, and then pulls a <laughs> pulls carton out of his egg carton of gun oil. Yeah. That is the best. I've always been wondering where to keep my gun oil, <laughs> and I've been putting it on the shelf like a jackass. When Instead I go of home, keeping it in a because foam egg container. I'm Here's the thing: carton. if it leaks and it's in an egg carton, it just leaks in the egg carton. Right, Correct. Right. But if it leaks and it's on a shelf, you got a problem. Right. I've been here. My gun oil gets on everything. I get it, man. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Cobretti does a little crime work uh, fixing his thing. Now we cut to a, a kind of a weird uh, uh, montage of things. Uh, well, well, <laughs> well, not quite. First, I'm sorry. First of all, the, the night, uh, the night slasher gang uh, take a, they take another victim. Uh, they they under drive an overpass. The, yeah, under an overpass. Under an overpass. They they smash into her car with their their steel reinforced fucking rape van. Right. Um, and then take her out. They kill her. A Jeep Laredo passes by carrying Jeep uh, Brigitte Nielsen of good for her of. Fucking Flavor Flav fame, apparently. <laughs> and uh, they scare her off because the main night slasher, uh, played by uh, Brian Thompson, who you might know as Alien Bounty Hunter from X Files, was her first role. He's just sweaty and disheveled and gives her the eyes, and then she drives now, away. Now, it's important to note here she does not witness the murder. No. She does not see anything awry nope. other than, like, well, that guy's a little creepy. She drives by one creepy I mean, man. He's a moderate amount of creepy. Sure. Yeah, he is the very model of a very creepy gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a fucking dumb. Yeah, it was. Dude. Yeah, it was. This guy went all Rogers and Hammerstein. On That's us. not Rogers no, and Hammerstein. It really no, isn't. it's, it's uh, uh, Ro- not Rosencrantz. And it's not Rosencrantz. No, because and they're Gilstern. dead. Yes, it's, correct. Uh, Penzance guys. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Uh, the Gilbert. No, Gilbert, Gilbert Sullivan. Sullivan. Gilbert and Sullivan. Gilbert and Sullivan. We got there eventually, yeah, guys. We're good at Guys, this. wait, hold on. This just in. Oh, uh, they weren't in Love Guru. Tell me they weren't in Love Guru. For God's sake, not them Gil- too. Guys, hold on. Gilbert and Sullivan have been cleared of being in love. Yes! With yes. They are oh, safe. Okay. They, are, they are safe. Now, this doesn't mean that you should disbelieve anyone who claims to have been in a love guru. <laughs> yeah. All right? This no. does not alleviate anyone else of their guilt. Right. It, this was important to take these as they come in. Correct. And uh, Gilbert and Sullivan are guilty of other things. Like, sure. Uh, uh, like white imperialism, probably. <laughs> most, yeah. most definitely. I'm definitely going to say so. Yeah. Uh... So, anyways, um, uh, just watch the Mikado. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's the one. That's Is that the one where they land a helicopter on stage? <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's Phantom of the Awesome. No, no, it's not. It's Miss Saigon and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, <laughs> right? So, oh, guys, uh, just real quick, if you have the time uh, and you're able to see the uh, Guillermo del Toro private collection on tour, apparently they've got the helmet from Phantom of the Paradise. Ooh. Right? 
Nice. It always blows my mind to remember that that's a Brian De Palma movie. Yeah, <laughs> like one of his first. It's so strange. It's so weird. That was post Carrie, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like it's like his one of his few like non like I just watched a Hitchcock movie. Better remake it movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, anyways, now we are treated to. One of the more bizarre montages I've ever seen. <laughs> ever film. seen, ever. And this is where, as John pointed out earlier, that the film definitely did an H-ball of cocaine. Right. The um, film did. Yeah. The actual celluloid is Correct. full of coke. This film clearly, like... Yeah, if the cops pull you over, hide your copy of Cobra. <laughs> yeah, no, the dogs, the dogs will go will crazy. They will go crazy over Cobra. So, th- it's a mix of, like... Uh, Cobra, like just driving around town doing Cobra things. The Night Slasher gang running around doing Night Slashery things. And robots. And robots. <laughs> Close ups of robots. Weird 50s style chrome With robots. Bridget right posing on them and around well, them. Well, no, this is just the montage that leads up to that. <laughs> There's just weird shots of robots for no reason until it's revealed finally in one of the few wide shots in the film because <laughs> yeah. it's almost entirely in close-ups <laughs> that Brigitte Nielsen is a fashion model uh, which makes sense she's a very tall very thin very attractive woman uh, so yeah of course she's a fashion model yeah. and she's uh, uh, got uh, all these outfits and, 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 and poses with giant robots, robots. robots. it's yeah. so strange yeah. yeah for Robot Business Magazine yeah. oh that's yeah. what it was yeah, the trade papers exactly that's that company Robbie the Robot founded with all of his money from Forbidden right. Planet exactly right. because whenever you meet a robot in an executive position it can be a little off-putting at first because sure. you're just not used to seeing them with that much uh, credibility yet correct right. you know they're still breaking through that steel ceiling. So having a copy of Monthly Robot Magazine showing that, yes, in fact, humans and robots can coexist peacefully, and if not completely utopian, Correct. really puts you at ease. And it's good to know that these robots in the film do follow Isaac Asimov's three laws of robotics. Yeah, don't touch the merchandise. Correct. <laughs> don't be animated at all except for your lights inside. <laughs> And uh, a third one to be revealed at a later date. <laughs> yeah. We haven't reached that day on the robot advent calendar yet. <laughs> right. right. But I hope when I open it, there's a Tootsie Roll in there. Oh, come on, dude. You know, that early in the month, it's going to be a wax bottle cap. Good. A, a, a signed 8x10 from Johnny Five. <laughs> Oh, he's still alive? I would fucking pay good money for a signed 8x10 from Johnny Five, and I would frame that shit and put it in my living room, too. So, uh, yeah, there's this little fun modeling, uh, then she leaves, uh, leaves the model laying shoot with the photographer, uh, on the way out, and the Night Slasher gang now have tracked her there because they know that she drove by their crime scene and assumed she witnessed something. Yeah. And this is the first time in the movie because the photographer is really pressuring her to uh, Go to get access to her, to her body that yes. she does not yeah. want to give. And she's like, no, creepy man. So when the Night Slashers show up, I actually think I audibly said, oh, thank goodness, the serial killers are here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. To stop this horribly uncomfortable moment. So these guys come in with axes and they start 
tearing up the joint, hitting like pipes that's got steam in them. Um, cars. Yeah, cars and stuff. Yeah, they get a little too excited, like a puppy that's got a stick that won't fit through the door. <laughs> yeah. They uh, they go after, they kill the photographer guy after a while. It takes way too many shots. Yeah, the well, he like ducked down behind like some steel things. The yeah. first, the not first, good with these axes. Yeah, the first axe blow hit his camera. The second one hit his canister of film, but the third one... That struck true. Correct. <laughs> uh, then uh, Brigitte Nielsen, uh, her character begins just like running away as fast as she can. And then she casually throws a businessman into the line of an axe murderer. <laughs> a businessman a businessman who literally just walks out of apparently a portal that opens yeah, right. up in this parking garage. He seems as confused as we are that he yeah. is suddenly in a parking garage. He's clearly, he's clearly not part of the filming. No. He's just a guy who wandered onto set to get his car that day <laughs> and unfortunately takes an axe to the chest sure does. for his trouble. And then they step on his dumb nerd glasses. They yeah. Do. Uh, the security guard that she was with earlier comes down because she left her purse behind and she's like, they're coming to kill me. Uh, and they are man- They do manage to escape and get her to the hospital. Uh, oh, that security guard does not escape. No, the security no. guard doesn't escape, but he she does. He gets destroyed. Yeah, he gets absolutely axe murdered and knifed up. By no, the no, 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 he gets a not. car to the face. Oh, that's right. right. He gets the steel reinforced van, <laughs> the van to the crushes face. him yeah. into the elevator and that's kills That's right. Oh, that's a good kill. It's a great kill. That was the first great kill in the movie. Yeah. There are several in this There's film. There's good kills in this movie. Uh, but uh, Brigitte Nielsen does manage to escape. Uh, she finds herself in the hospital uh, in L.A. Uh, with Cobretti and his partner, Gonzalez. Gonzalez. See, here's the thing. The film assumes that all of the characters in the film are also able to watch the film <laughs> as it's happening. Like that one scene from Spaceballs. Exactly. Right, right, like, right. So, so they know, like, oh, she must have witnessed one of these axe murderer people and there must be a whole gang gang of them for no reason. Cobra makes some crazy <laughs> conjectures yeah. in this movie. He's quick, man. Which he's, only he's... seems, it seems to, the movie wants you to believe that he's making these incredible leaps because his mind is so sharp and so focused and that were only he allowed to do his job the way he wants yeah. to do it, he would be able to clean up the streets in no time. But in actuality, as a passive observer of these events, it's clear that we have these red tapes for a reason. <laughs> right, because... To prevent insane Cobretti from just <laughs> wiping people out yeah. for no Cobretti reason. Cobretti at one point sees a human being make a phone call and immediately just like... She's evil. Yeah. <laughs> well, normal people don't use phones. Sure. And to be fair, she's totally evil. I mean, but he can't know that. Uh, All she did was make a phone call. He feels it in his cobra, his inside cobra. By the way, I should we should point out that his his pistol that he uses on the the pistol grip is a picture of a cobra. Right. Yeah, he puts it in that... his pants just so that the cobra is coming out right above the zipper. Exactly. And the more the the, the barrel of the gun is pointed directly at his little cobra. Oh. Oh. <laughs> or I should probably call it his little rattlesnake because it's probably crusty and shakes around a lot. Oh. And 
Anyways, I do like that he uh, labeled his gun so that it, when he puts it in the company refrigerator, it doesn't get thrown out <laughs> right. on the first of the month. No, I hate it when other people take my guns out right? of the company refrigerator. That's why I gotta get that egg carton from my gun oil. I'm actually very annoyed because someone took my hummus and broccoli from work. <laughs> I was looking forward to that and I'm some asshole took I, it. I didn't laugh because that's terrible. And, and, but, and for me, I'm just like, who steals broccoli? Right? The only reason that I was able to shovel down that terrible garbage food was because it was coated in fattened, oily chickpeas. Yeah, what mm. What kind of animal stealing broccoli? I don't know. Probably oh, wait, a rabbit. Wait, hold on. Hold on. What? Oh, I'm, no. having a, I'm having a Cobretti flash. Do okay. I know who it is. It's time for vigilante justice. Woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, guys, guys, cool it. There's a liberal activist judge. Oh. Foiled again. Damn, oh, never mind. Rules. So anyways. What kind uh, of country do we have to live in? Yeah. So the movie just kind of stops now for a little bit. <laughs> while, like, nothing of... Well, basically, like, everybody stops and just goes, Cobra, you're out of control. <laughs> Cobra, there can't be a whole gang of murderers. Boss, I think there is. And and keep in mind, this is a movie that when it was first, the first cut was assembled, it was two hours and 15 minutes long. Then the studio said, that's too long. And they brought it down to two hours. Then they submitted it to the MPAA for review, and it was given an X rating for its violence and uh, violence. <laughs> the movie was then cut from two hours, 120 minutes, to 86 minutes. Yeah. So if it sounds like we're skipping something, I mean, we might be, but it could just be that the movie did the job for right. us. The movie skipped things, too. Yeah. So I think we're up to the part of the movie where it turns into a slasher film in a hospital? Yeah, now yes. they break in. They simultaneously, the, the slasher gang breaks into the hospital to get the supermodel and Sylvester Stallone's because house to kill the, him, too. Because the gang members can also watch the movie, so they know that Cobretti no. knows that... It's the lady. The lady works for the police the department. The lady who makes the phone. And she goes to the guy and she's like, she knows your face because the supermodel lady was like, yeah, I can identify him in a lineup. And so that's how they know. Uh The cop lady also runs her license plate after she flees the scene. And that's how they know that she may have almost witnessed. And that her name is Ingrid Knudsen with a Uh Knud. Yeah, and so... That is an illegal use of a consonant. <laughs> <laughs> Take it up with Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> I will. The likely progenitors of... You Kinnitsen. melancholy Danes may have little <laughs> respect for what lies beyond this mortal yeah. coil, but while you're here, before you've set voyage for that great undiscovered country, you will have an appropriate amount of letters in your name. Nah, man, they still have a king. They do whatever they want. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't they also have that gross, like, fermented shark goo that they I uh, know, like? that's Iceland. Uh, that's technically all of those people up there. Oh, good enough then. Sweden uh, and Denmark people, and dude, Iceland. That's pretty fucked uh, up. The Norwegians. And yeah, they're a bunch of those peoples. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking, like, that whole, like, eighth yeah, of the globe is just crackers and honkies. <laughs> it's that weird, like, three-finger thing that comes down into Europe and pokes the top of its head. Like, all of those people, those people, don't need to be respected. Yes, the Scandinavian countries are finger-banging the rest of the world. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Just look at a map, John. Yeah. 
build a diaphragm, build a diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so. <laughs> got now, the, the whole point of this podcast is by the end of it, none of us is able to look the other in the eye, right? Correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. We are on track. So, so uh, yeah, the, the, the Night Slasher gang. A little late there, Patrick. Yeah, I was laughing still at built the diaphragm. That was, sure. a good one. that was a good one. That was a good one. So the Night Slasher gang show up at Cobretti's apartment and also the hospital. Yeah. It's just fa- it's just faceless pantyhose wearing goons at Cobretti's <laughs> they really house. really are. Uh, uh, and Cobretti takes them out pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Uh, including uh, shooting one off of like a five-story fire escape. Great kill. So good. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, at the hospital... Needed a Wilhelm scream. Yeah, I would have accepted... I would have I appreciated yeah. that. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, at the hospital... Uh, uh, the Night Slasher, <laughs> Lord of the Slashing of Knights, uh, is going th- like the taking the long way to the hospital. Yeah. He the first thing he does is like first of all this guy's huge. He's like six five, like two fifty. He's like built. He's just yeah. and just greased up the whole time. Like yeah. clearly got an like an early rookie contract with KY Muscle Grease and like. <laughs> They were like, you need to have at least 18 ounces on your body at all time. And he was like, I'll do 40. Uh, and so he rolls into the hospital. He kills. Slides, some might yeah. say. <laughs> he, like a Gumby. Yeah. <laughs> he he murders a janitor who's about a third of his size, but like then puts on his janitor clothes. Yeah, so, right. so this made sense to me because obviously he's killing the janitor so that he can walk through the, right. the, the hospital unabated. Sure, correct. The rest of the murders make no sense. Yeah. Correct. Then he just wanders through the, the unit that she's in just killing people. Yeah. At some point, he leaves a mop with some old person he well, killed. Well, yeah, so he gets in, a, he, he's in the elevator. A, 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 oh, that was him? I See, I thought because they left a mop, it was the wet bandits. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a nurse uh, carrying like a, a tray of what looked like syringes and like uh, like vials of... Ah, uh, you know, whatever. fucking medical stuff. Fucking yeah. shit. stuff. She gets into the elevator that he's on and he's like clutching his knife. Like probably to kill her, and she, all she does is she goes. Next time you take the stairs, right? Well, he's got a mopping bucket with him, and for a second I was like, "Lady, you take the stairs." He's got a mopping bucket, and with it makes him. no sense because he stays on the elevator after she gets off. He was going to a higher floor than yes. she was. Yeah, well, he did not inconvenience her at all. She doesn't want way, to be on the elevator with the calm people. And on the way out of the elevator, she says it again. Next take, time you take, take the stairs. stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nah. So then he just kills a bunch of people and fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, the next two or three murders are totally justified. Nah, let's just let's just get an edge off. Like I've been there. I've been there. I've had bus rides like that. <laughs> so so he uh goes finally gets to Ingrid Knudsen's room. Knudsen! Meanwhile, uh Stallone has called his partner Gonzalez. Uh, and been like, why don't you at the hospital? I'm doing this. Get there now. Uh, too late. He starts stabbing the bed, but she's not in it. She runs away. And then for the next two minutes, this movie turns into The Shining. Yeah, it yeah. really does. She hides in a bathroom while he just pounds on a door and over and over again. pounds his knife through the door. Well, no, because then he stops and she thinks to herself, thank God this ordeal is finally over. I will start to open this door now. And then that's when the knife starts the door. going through. Yeah. Correct. Uh, the door, that, by the way, that appears to be hollow. 
but was taking a fucking full on pounding from this giant yeah, muscle man. From this dude. So well, anyways, it's all that grease. He well, couldn't yeah, get good contact right on off, it. Yeah. yeah. So she she finally escapes through the other door in this bathroom. Apparently, these hospital rooms have adjoining bathrooms, which yeah. is kind of strange. Um, it's not a hotel. Get, get some class, guys. It's not a dorm room. Yeah, Los Angeles Metropolitan Hospital. Oh, Los Angeles Central Hospital. Yeah. You're thinking of the Metropolitan Police Department. You're right. Patrick, apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> or else I'm going to have to put you in the love guru. Ooh, no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I mean, Maybe. <laughs> I mean, a, pay- a paycheck is a paycheck, right? Yeah, money's money, right? <laughs> so, oh guys, oh guys, I, I just realized I've supported several of the people who are now being accused of being a love guru. Yeah, does that make me complicit in the culture of love guru? Ooh, John, that is a tough one, and I don't necessarily think we should get into oh, yeah. it on our dumb action movie podcast. No, guys, I need easy answers, quick. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say yes, it does. Did, did you know they were in Love Guru when you supported no, them? No, I did not know. What? I knew about John Oliver, and I, I knew more than I, you know, should have let on. I I could have done more, but, but I didn't because I was scared, you guys. We move on. <laughs> Let's, uh, Another one of our famous 30 second episodes <laughs> It didn't get this awkward when I talked about my parents being dead <laughs> I know right Christ. That's cause I had a patented zinger Packed away <laughs> I rely on you guys Oh man So uh, then Yikes. more garbage happens and all yeah, of a sudden, it really does. It's daytime, and it's time for a fucking sweet fucking car chase. Yes, <laughs> yes. Cobra uh, is on the like. It's like a fucking Mad Max movie. Yeah, yeah. like Cobra's Cobra in the old like lead sled. Yeah, and then there's a uh, like a Ford with a hatchback, a truck, yes. with a camper with a camper yeah. top. That's what it is. And there's some like old ass Mercury. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then they are just being chased and chasing. And chasing and uh, shooting. And shooting. There's just guns all over the place. Um, if a car can explode, it does it explode. Does. Oh, it yeah. Does. He fires a, his semi automatic or his automatic weapon into that Ford with the camper on it. It immediately explodes. It explodes. <laughs> and breaks off of its chassis. The shell separates. It's amazing. And all four parts of it flip and separate <laughs> oh, in the air. Like it's it, beautiful. Like, like the tail of a peacock. Right. <laughs> it's just attracting other car explosions oh, in the area. Go up like a pinata. It's a rain of Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> Jolly Ranchers? Yeah. I never had a pinata with Jolly Ranchers. You gotta go before. to better quinceañeras, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, I will say this. I worked in catering for like a year and a half, and yeah. I've been to more quinceañeras than like most people. <laughs> They're fucking great. Yeah, I bet. They are. It's like it's all the fun of like a wedding reception without that bullshit emotion at the beginning. Right. It's so much fun. <laughs> There's usually a kick-ass cake, awesome music, and fucking sweet food. Yeah, quinceañeras are my jam. <laughs> if uh, can be... we start a movie franchise, uh, Quinceañero Crashers? <laughs> Where three old dudes show up at little girls' 15-year-old birthdays just for the food and pinatas. Hey, guys, we're here for the pinatas. Oh, man. 
Dude, we could totally get Vince Vaughn on this. It would be fine. <laughs> Hang on, we got to make sure that he wasn't in the Love Guru before we sign on. That Definitely. God, part of me thinks he is. <laughs> I can't verify it. I can't verify it, but I don't want to look it up. Uh, I just wouldn't be surprised. So the sweet car chase goes on for a while. They go through some interesting parts of Los Angeles. Yeah. They go through that one part that's comprised entirely of bumpy bridges. Yeah. Yes. They do nothing but jump bridges. There's the, like four jumps yeah. in a row. It's these, awesome. These cars do, each of the cars in this scene do at least like. 20 jumps. Right. <laughs> At one point, they're in a parking garage structure, and one is on the lower level, and Cobretti's on the top. They escape. Cobretti just drives the car out of the Ow. second level Fuck of the parking yes. garage, lands yeah, through the rebar. Yeah. Right. Drives through the rebar, lands, and keeps going. This car is in immaculate shape considering what it's well because nothing can defeat this car right yeah correct well it's another comment about how liberal America wrecked everything because it's from the 50s when it's still solid steel before Carter made him build him out of aluminum (laughs) so that we could get better gas mileage and before Nader made him put seatbelts yeah no damn liberals (laughs) (laughs) we need a bigger picture of Ronald Reagan (laughs) there's plenty in this movie In fact, if you took all the frames of this film and just put them horizontally, it would be a mosaic of Robert, Robert, Robert Reagan's face. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, with like eating like a handful of jelly beans. <laughs> with just an open toga. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, eventually, the uh, Cobra is the Cobra Mobile is thwarted. Yeah, uh, because they run into a boat. Yes, correct. <laughs> an old pirate boat, I which is very strange. On. It looks like one of those pirate rides at like a carnival yeah right like the little galleons that yeah. swing back swing and forth yeah. Down, yeah. Uh, but it's just in the middle of a street yeah. yeah well I think they get to like a dock or something right Do LA, does LA have docks sure is there water that's on the water like Venice Beach and stuff is all that down there right? yeah it's way down below the ocean where I want to be she may be I don't even Donovan, know what song this is Donovan Donovan that's the legend of Atlantis I, sorry, I, I only know Sunshine that. Superman. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Because he name-checks Superman and Green, Green Lantern, Lantern. And how they got nothing, nothing on him. Oh, shit. Oh, and Season of the Witch. That's a great song. That is good. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck this is awesome. Donovan, kick right? ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I always imagine him as, like, really laid-back, somber folk music. And then I forget, like, oh, no. Like, when he did pot, he really rocked hard. <laughs> yeah, he was a he got, he got became a real freaky hippie dude after a while. Yeah. yeah. Just like Bobby Darren. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Bobby Darren. He went from Splish Splash to, like, the most protesty music. <laughs> So, uh, Cobra and uh, Ingrid Knudsen eventually go to a safe house, uh, which is a series, a motel, just a motel yeah, in the middle just of the some desert. Fucking motel out well, in and this motel is just a series of bungalows? Yeah. Correct, yeah. Tiny houses. It's probably just where like, the writers from the Canon Film Group worked. Right, sure. right, on the uh, typewriters. Yeah, there's a little bit of like goofy, like. Like goof him up jokes. Uh, yeah. uh, Cobretti bonds with a bobblehead for a second. Yeah, yeah uh, but then, but then just decides not to buy it, and instead just ang- like angrily tells the old woman who is working the stand. Sorry, no sale. No sale. 
and the yeah. walks away. Right. But, yeah, because you gotta you gotta protect yourself in this economy because there are a lot of people that are going to scam you. Correct. But see, and he wants to make damn sure that she knows that he ain't no fool. Right. And it was, I believe, a Lenny Dykstra bobblehead. Yeah. Uh, and they're in and, California. And right. And like, and just like the real Lenny Dykstra, the Lenny Dykstra bobblehead is a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Gigantic <laughs> asshole. <laughs> So, uh, Cobretti... But Cobretti, uh, Ingrid Knudsen learns that his first name is Marion, and that means that he has to sleep with her now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a weird Rumpelstiltskin right. thing. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, he, uh, he seduces her by, uh... No, she, no, seduces, she seduces him. him. Oh. She sings Marion, the librarian, except the words are changed to does the she, LAPD cop. <laughs> does she, or is she so incredibly aroused by his cleaning and uh, putting together... Yeah. Well, All of his guns. I mean, he no, does no, have no, a no, lot no. of gun-click foreplay. But you got to understand that uh, at this point, Cobretti is playing the game, and he's playing it real well because he starts negging her about the amount of ketchup she uses she on her fries. She does use too much ketchup on her fries, though. Because she's, speci- and she's like, like, that's an objective fact. Because <laughs> she and she asks him, she asks him in the weirdest way if he's like, if he has a girlfriend or like, and he goes, yeah. so. Do you ever get involved? Do you get involved? <laughs> like, like what with are you doing? Yeah. Yes, with a woman, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and he's like, well, she'd have to be crazy. And then cut two more ketchup going on French yeah. fries. And yeah. to denote that she's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they uh, they kiss for a little bit. There's no sex scene in this movie. It made me think about this. I don't think Stallone has really done like. A, a sex scene in a movie, I don't think. Well, right. Aside from, he was com- in that aside from Cardi and Kitty and Studs. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a he had the most sex scene. Correct, yeah. yeah. Aside from Party and Kitty and Studs and all the all the nude stuff in Death Race 2000. Uh, and of course the opening, or the second opening. No, it's the opening sequence in Demolition Man. Right. He gets unfrozen, and we just stare at his ass for a minute. Oh, and a half. sure, sure, but that ass is not currently having sex. I mean, correct, that's fair. and it's not really his ass as much as it is his taint. <laughs> uh, he does have the, that's the only movie I can think of where he has a sex scene, and it's the weird like helmet helmet VR sex. Scene. sex. Yeah, the but then she sex. shows her how to do it the real way. Yeah. Oh, you mean the hunka chunka? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so uh, they share a chaste kiss while he sits on the side of her bed, mm-hmm. and then he starts doing more gun click porn. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. got to get them guns ready, right? And it's at this point in the middle of the night that he steps outside and notices a woman making a phone call. She's clearly evil. Evil. <laughs> this whole time, by the way, the the night slasher game gang they, they've they've upgraded. They're no longer slashing people. <laughs> They're now using shotguns and shotguns exclusively. Yeah. Uh, they are also a motorcycle, motorcycle gang apparently. Gang. Yeah. yeah, but not like the good kind. They're all on crotch rockets. Yeah, they're all on like yeah, like Mitsubishi's yeah, and Honda's Kawasaki's and, stuff. Yeah. and whatnot. So they roll. They're they're rolling into town very slowly. Like the longest, like that, like the buildup of the lone biker of the apocalypse from Raising Arizona. Yeah. There's 30 of them and it's not cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they finally show up and a massive firefight ensues. Gonzalez takes a shot to the leg. Uh, Cobretti and uh, Ingrid Knudsen managed to take. Or Cobretti Tom managed to take truck. out. Yeah, they, he managed to take out a lot of people. Yeah, he's killed. He kills so many people. Lots yeah. of guns. Lots of shooting. Unfortunately, uh, they throwing, brought their spawn point with them. Yeah, yeah, he's throwing whole grenades at single people yeah. just yeah. to blow them up. 
Uh, well, he's got to make room in his inventory. Correct. Yeah. Those each have a weight penalty on them. Correct. Right, they right. managed to commandeer a black pickup truck that Ingrid drives while he rides in the back and just starts like shooting guys. Guns and he's down. gunning down like motorcycles left and All right. Over the place. It's nuts. This is iconic, actually. This scene is burned into my memory. Him on the back of that truck just shooting motorcycles. It's pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's a pretty exhilarating scene. Yeah, then it's, they show it's up. like the fucking escape scene in Final Fantasy VII when you're getting out of Midgar. Thanks, John. Yep. So anyway, yeah, Cloud's on his Buster Sword, and he's swiping at all the Shinra soldiers that are on motorcycles. That is true. I, I haven't played Final Fantasy VII in probably close to fifteen years, so that scene is fucking dope, though. I'm and sure then it when is. you're done, you got to go into a boss fight with the HP that you lost during that chase sequence. What? Ooh. I don't need your fucking condescension here. Final Fantasy VII sounds hard. It's is it, real good. Is, is, is that the, the the boss fight where like you're pretty much just destined to lose and like you lose anyways, and then like the game just continues? No. Uh, okay, then never mind. No, I think you're thinking of there's the, one at the beginning. I think where you just like no matter what you do, you can't win. Like you just fucking die. But, like, you don't die. Like, they just... like. I think you're thinking of the Air Buster, where it explodes and Cloud, like, falls through that railing? Maybe. maybe? I don't know. It's, like, in the tutorial level at the beginning. No. I don't know. I think you might be thinking of Final Fantasy II, where you the first battle you get into... It's definitely not Final Fantasy II. It might be Final Fantasy VIII? Maybe. I don't remember. It's been 15 years since I played that, too. <laughs> Uh, All right, guys. Well, we are going to be starting our Final Fantasy chronological uh, exploration. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys! Thanks for coming in to my, sw- my my Twitch channel. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. That really helps me out. But like, it's cool if you just want to lurk for a while. So uh, what I got here is I got a setup here. Uh, what I like to do is I like to name all my characters. I know that you're not really like supposed to name them. Like they have canonical names, but I get the warrior and I name him Butts. And I get the white ding, mage. Ding, ding. And I, oh, thank you for subscribing. Uh, I want to give a shout out to, to Lone Ranger eighty eight. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, oh God, what was I in the middle of doing? Oh, that's right, my white mage. I usually name the Cha-ching. white mage. Oh, thank you so much, you guys. That's oh, cool. Oh, God. you know what? I just realized we just hit my goal, so I gotta I gotta do the cool thing where I shotgun a surge for you guys. <laughs> so uh, hang on, let me just get the pencil in. All right. <laughs> Oh no, that was too much, sir. Job, you guys are worth it. You guys are anyway. Uh, this, <laughs> this one's uh, I'm gonna name this one uh, Face, God. so that when I put him in the line together, it says out oh, Butt Face. That's kind of an inside joke that I have <laughs> for my LARPing days. Uh, the, the you people who've been with me since the beginning, you get it, and you can explain. It to oh, thank you oh, so much God. for the subscribe. Well, all the reasons why I don't have Twitch. And. Okay, there we go. I just made enough to pay back my student loans. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Video games are a waste of time, and you all need to get a life. Peace out. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Man, that I got love, dark. I love, I love the fact that, like, the Twitch video game streams is just, like... The uh, like the cam girls for nerds, yeah. <laughs> but then again, cam girls are also cam girls for yeah. nerds because everybody watches porn. Sure. So like even nerds, <laughs> I will say especially nerds. The few times that I've watched Twitch have been just insufferable. They've just been incredibly boring. Right, sure, I can I can imagine yeah. that. I can't. And like, I can get behind like a speedrun let's play, like uh, Awesome Games Done Quick does a lot of really great marathons where they run color commentary and they talk about what they're doing and they're talking about their strats and routes and breaking the game. But most Twitch is just like a very sad 
tired-looking human being <laughs> joylessly slogging through a 60-hour RPG with no words. Oh, man. Yeah. Wouldn't it just be more fun to play these games yourself? Like, again, like, I get it. Like, if you're, like, at work or something, or if you're just, like, hanging out doing something, like, stupid and mindless to, like, have it on in the background. But, like, I, I want someone with, like, personality that sure. I can, like, engage no. with in a way. <laughs> guys, we should start a Twitch account. Let's yeah. do it, you guys. Let's do it. We'll play. Uh, we'll play. Uh, we'll release that audio as as, a, as like a pilot episode yeah. <laughs> as a proof of concept. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Cobretti uh, takes Ingrid Knudsen to uh, the factory that's in every '80s action movie. Yeah. Uh, they manufacture fire, fire and nothing but fire. <laughs> lots and fire, lots of fire. To the point that fire is just coming out of like corners <laughs> and pipes and random All sorts places. of random shit fire. Mm. Um, <laughs> then it's pretty much down to. Cobretti and Knudsen versus uh, cop la- betrayal cop lady. Yeah, who used Benedict the McCop lady. Yeah, and uh, greased up the night. <laughs> yeah, not the night slasher. And that Night Slasher uh, starts to delve into his uh, political views and his motivations as to why he's been murdering people, which boils down to. I'm strong and they're weak. Yes, the liberal justice system is letting guys like him get overpowered and there are more of them and stuff. Right, and that's the insane thing is that at one point he, uh, the, the villain gets disarmed and he's laughing at Cobra because he's like, Ah, you pig, you have to take me in and the judge is going to know that I'm crazy so you got to take me in. A, yes. You're under an obligation to arrest criminals alive when possible. You only use lethal force when your life is in danger. And B, just because you get an insanity plea doesn't mean you get to just walk away. Right. But, but, but here's the thing. Like, I get why Cobretti killed this guy. Because... His monologue consists of, we're the new world, we're the future, mixed with, you want to go to hell with me, pig? Come on, pig. You a pig. 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 <laughs> he just calls him a pig so many times. Uh, Cobretti does shoot beat, uh, Benedict Arnold cop lady in the arm. Yeah. That does not stop her. No, she comes uh, back. Correct. She comes back, but then uh, regular night slasher decides to shoot a shotgun at Cobretti, who then uses Benedict... Uh, Your cop lady. Yeah, as a human shield. Yeah. Uh, and then they, uh, now they are now forced to fight hand to hand. Meanwhile, knife to hand. Yeah, knife to hand. Meanwhile, there are just giant metal hooks flying around yeah. for the last ten minutes, so you know one of those is going to use. But then there's a bunch of like lava, and you yes. think maybe those are going to get used. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. Eventually, Cobretti overwhelms this guy and throws him onto one of the big hooks. Which would be enough. Except then the big hook takes him through what looks like a Stargate made of fire. Yeah, it's yeah. like a car wash of fire. Yeah. I don't know what is that used to I, manufacture. It's not a... Well, fire. In the sure. fire factory. Yeah, that's where they test the fire to right. make sure that it meets oh, their high right. quality they standards. package it and send it out to you, the consumer. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I bought some fire the other day. Yeah. And it was certified blue flame. And it came out orange. Wow. Oh, I was... Very upset. Man. Well, did you call the hotline? I did, and you know what they told me? What did they tell they you? They said it was my fault for not following manufacturer instructions. Oh, that, you know what? They fucking time it like that. They right? always yeah. they always put the stale fire at the front of the store yeah. so you buy yeah. it. Yeah, big fire always getting you. You gotta check those dates, dude. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Cobretti m- murders this human being. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, had it coming. 
Well, but like the also, thing that he's doesn't... super resisting arrest until he's on that meat hook. So. Right, because he specifically says you have to take me in. If you can. Yeah, As he basically, him. like, jacks off his knife. Yeah. We should take a minute to talk about his knife. <laughs> nah. <laughs> the knife he got at the Comic-Con? Yeah. yeah. It is. It's a handle with a sort of, like, the fist, like, the finger guard that has spikes coming out of it. Like, the, like, like a goth collar. Yeah. yeah. Like, or, like, it went to a Sex Pistols show in right. 1978 yeah. before they broke up. Or, like, it's made out of tin and sold for $30 at a mall shop. Correct. Yeah. And then the top is, like, this very curvy, like, blade with, like, weird, like, indents yeah. in it. It's very strange. And it has a skull, like, welded onto yeah. the side of the blade. Not the yeah. handle, of the, the blade, blade itself. Yeah, what's weird is a lot the 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 Night Slasher gang is coded as being like a neo-fascist group. Correct. Which yeah, like yeah, those are bad people, but uh Cobra is unquestionably a fascist. <laughs> Correct. So like who am I rooting for? He's like Dirty Harry. He's You're like another like for Ronald Reagan. <laughs> God damn, John. Not that hard. So, Cobretti saves the day and comes out uh, with Knudsen alive. He uh, is told by the chief, hey, you got the, you got it done, and good job, Cobretti, and I'm going to take care of your guns for you. Yeah. Hey, give me a new car. Not in the budget, Cobretti. Boo. <laughs> then the shitty, the shitty other detective who's been needling Cobretti about his, you know... Wanton uh, murder. <laughs> uh, his complete disregard for the law. law. Yeah. Which is strange, because he is the law. Right. Well, not in this one. He's oh, all correct. like, no hard feelings, no hard feelings. And Cabretti's like, yeah, no hard feelings. And then he punches him in the face. Yeah. Which would suggest that he still has hard feelings. Sure. Well, that's all going to get hashed out when they get each other for peer review. Yeah. Sure. Chat at that or Secret Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then <laughs> It's Co-Bretti. just a note that says, I know where you live. <laughs> and then Cobretti civilly forfeitures a, uh, a co- uh, one of the a, one of the goons motorcycles, one of the goons motorcycles, and drives back to wherever with Knudsen. Yeah, with Knudsen, and they drive off into the distance while uh, what I think was John Cafferty in the uh, the fucking, in the Sunshine Band in the Sunshine. No, band. it's like John Cafferty in the Brown Beaver Band. <laughs> That's what they are. They're the guys who played Eddie in the Cruisers in the movie Eddie in the Cruisers. <laughs> They're dime store Springsteen meets. It's Dire Straits-esque. Yeah. It's all they yeah. can afford. And then credits happen. Man, I would have rather had the Emmett Otter Jug Band. <laughs> or the Country Bears. Oh, man, that would have been rad. Guys, what if we had a battle track between the Emmett Otter Jug Band and the Country Bears? <laughs> Who wins, Patrick? Jug Band. Oh, John. Country Bears. I gotta go with Country Bears, too, because even if they lose the musical portion, they definitely win the I'm a bear and will eat you portion. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that takes us to the end of Cobra, which also takes us to Bullet Points. You got cobra John, what's the body count of Cobra? 47. No, 50. Awesome 50. Oh, okay. Patrick, body count. 65. All right, while playing by Price is Right rules, the streak continues. John Ruby is correct. The body count was 
53. You are oh, so man. close. Awesome. That license plate lied to me. Yeah. yeah. 39 of the kills belong to Cobra. <laughs> nice. <laughs> By the nice. way. <laughs> Hey. Uh, so, uh, Cobra kills more people than he saves. You want to make an omelet, you got to crack a few eggs. Good point. <laughs> uh, so that takes care of that and brings us to our next bullet point. Best kill. Best kill. Mark, best kill. I'm going with the you steel reinforced van smashing into you the security guard. Oh, oh, it's so that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. He is just standing there minding his own security guard business going, huh? When a steel reinforced panel van that I'm sure before this movie when it was painted gray had a fucking sweet picture of like a lady wizard in a bikini shooting a laser beam at a planet Damn. with a unicorn uh, underneath her because <laughs> right. uh, it's definitely a metal van that's got like <laughs> carpet on the inside right. <laughs> smashes into this dude uh, caving in a brick wall yeah. and his body it is exceptionally brutal and exceptionally awesome it's a good one thank you Cobra <laughs> <laughs> John best kill uh, I'm gonna say the the uh, Night Slayer, the final boss battle. Sure. Uh, it is a combination of two Terminator kills. Yeah. Uh, both, both being killed hook. by va- uh, factory equipment and burned. Yeah. Correct, yeah. That's right, that's right. And you actually see his body. He's the second person in the factory who gets set on fire. Yeah. There's right. another guy where he just drops a fucking like lit match on the guy who's covered in gasoline and sets and that guy gets on, set on fire. fire too. Yeah. yeah. God, he's a monster, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's, you know, oh, cleaning shit. up the streets, man. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> Patrick, I feel like you you side more with like a renegade cops <laughs> so often in these movies. Ah, he's just, you know, dealing with the problems that confront him. Sure. Even like when Green Lantern murdered four people with a giant green rage fist, you were like, <laughs> Hey, those guys were assholes. <laughs> yeah, those recently unemployed factory workers who lost their jobs and livelihood because Captain Asshole wanted to show off for his non-girlfriend. Right. He does go full fucking Pinkerton on their ass. It's <laughs> pretty bad. I believe your actual quote was, he is a Pinkerton union buster. <laughs> right? <laughs> Patrick, best kill. I'm going to go for the guy that gets shot off the fire escape because this movie is so poorly scored. You watch him fall like four flights in total silence. <laughs> the entirety like of the, the movie, car chase is in silence. silence yeah. Except for the engine revving. That's and all you get. And crunching of metal, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the movie wants you to really think about what you've done. <laughs> also, ah! honorable mention to that Ford with the camper that gets separated from its chassis. <laughs> Correct. Machine gun. We get so into good. a weird debate about whether or not a car has a soul at this point. <laughs> well, I, th- I thought we settled that with maximum overdrive. Trucks? <laughs> Trucks aren't people. Cars, Cars are, are people, people because they help people. Right. <laughs> so that John. will take us to our next bullet point. War crimes! War crimes. John War Crime. Uh, 87 minute runtime. All 87 minutes of this movie is a cop with extrajudicial execution. <laughs> breaking just every single possible protocol of a civilian police force. Absolutely true. Patrick War Crimes. I'm going to go with the hapless murder of that poor, poor businessman. <laughs> Not even in the movie, guys. Like it's not like he's an actor who gets killed. He's just some guy. 
who gets an axe to the chest while he's trying to get somewhere with his lunchbox. And I believe that is a military-grade axe. <laughs> right, definitely. Right, right. Uh, Mark, War Crimes... Again, I said it before and I'll say it again. No Frank Stallone song yeah, on the soundtrack. Come on, not right. That's not terrifying right. to me, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh there's not a lot this movie doesn't have a very wide scope no. as far as action movies go. So like the war crime section, I mean, even the bad guys don't have like usually bad guys in these kind of movies, like the reason they're able to do so well is because they've stolen like military grade right. hardware, no. like missile launchers not and these shit. Guys. They're literally running around with just axes. Yeah. Like yeah. they're they're astonishingly well. They do very well with just a bunch of accents. And despite yeah. the fact that we're there, it's hinted at that they're like a group with a plan and an ideology, we never learn anything. No, else. we do. They kill the weak because oh, they are right, strong. Right, because they're strong. That's their plan. That's it. Yeah. And we know they're strong because they spend most of their time just clinking axes together yeah, over, over their head. head. Over yeah. Head. yeah no, that's that takes a lot. a lot of shoulder strength. That's right. Absolutely. I can't clink an axe over my head all day. So that will take us uh, to our final bullet point is... This an action movie. Is this an action movie? Patrick, is this an action movie? I'm going to go with yes. A lot of people got shot. There were a great car chase. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. John, is this an action movie? Yeah, it's definitely an action movie. Uh, There's really... No arguing against that, and I will punch you in the face if you try, Mark. And I mean, oh, there's okay. no other genre represented in this film. Sure. Correct. Mark, is this an action movie? Of course it's an action movie. Why would I try to fight you on that? <laughs> I called Maximum Overdrive an action movie. You can't <laughs> I play by my own rules, John. <laughs> Plus, HBO now says it's an action movie, so good enough? Nice. All right, HBO. All right, final reviews of Cobra. John. Deeply uncomfortable. Patrick. (laughs) It's like a snake in my pants. Mark. The second most uncomfortable Stallone movie after Rambo 3. <laughs> uh, so that uh, that does it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosenthal. I am Patrick Bromley. Guys, I was in the Love Guru. I'm so sorry. God damn it, no! John. God damn it, John. We knew this whole time. I just needed to come clean. I apologize to my manager. I apologize to my family. And I apologize most of all. To the love guru, because you guys, it's got a lot of interesting things to say. No, it doesn't. It can't be true! It doesn't, John. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. You're wrong. It doesn't. Damn it. Pew, pew. (laughs) Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Case of You Bromley, John Far From Over Rooney, and Mark Moody Girl Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, pretty much anywhere fine podcasts are purveyed. And please leave us a rating and a review. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.